0: Baby
1: morning good morning welcome to a beautiful south florida friday morning i am super jacked for lots of reasons i think i slept 10 feet off the mattress last night was off the chart yes it was uh the the women's
0: power summit in true on the ball fashion has continued to improve continued to grow, continued to uh, get 1% better, as we love to say. But I think you know it last night was just a culmination of continuous improvement and the all the credit goes to the panel speakers From Lisa and yourself kicking off the event to Jen and Kim and Robin and Cheryl, just absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, uh conversations and um and and the crowd was just fantastic so really really proud of the event that we put on last night
1: yeah i I, the only other congratulations or you know our team nailed it i mean shay (laughs) and jake that was a flawless execution Uh, we'll talk to um, our guests this morning about execution about You can talk yourself blue in the face. You got to do it on the field. And uh, those guys, Shay, congratulations, really. Yeah, preparation is key. We did a great job.
0: uh, Events are sort of my forte. Yeah, we did a great job with the preparation piece. We started early enough that we weren't ever scrambling. And all of the pieces were in place way before actual game day. And uh, Shay, Sarah, and Jake just did a great job of piecing it all together so that it flowed really seamlessly and uh hopefully next year we will continue to grow the male part of that audience you know there were only 10 of us in the crowd last night which is Ten of 100
1: which is 10 percent you know 100 plus so call it 10 percent your percentage growth year over year now, yeah
0: it. yeah i mean we went from three last year to, to 10 this year so it, it was good to see it grow but we definitely have to uh, continue to push that because that conversation needs to be heard and had by everybody, not just by women, but uh,
1: it was super cool and I'm super proud of it. I think, you know, uh, we'll be in the, on the whiteboard drawing what next year looks like, but super phenomenal, super great Uh, for me, thrilled to share the stage with Lisa Lutoff Perlow. She is just absolutely amazing. You saw her as a huddler in the hot seat, um, it is so great to work with her, and everybody said, "Wow, man, she's really cool." You know, so but I could have I, listened I, I, to her the whole time. I think she's done that a couple of times before. I don't know, maybe. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So um, anyway, so um, moving on to today, um, I am so excited for our guest. You know, this is what drives me. Um, it's the power of LinkedIn. It's the power of networking. It's the power of good people. Um, can't wait to have Will Helton unless you uh, join us, unless you have anything else, my son, let's Let's do do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. The bad
0: Will Helton swag on an absolute thousand as he comes into the show today. Welcome, Will Helton, to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle and Huddler in the hot seat.
2: Morning, morning. What's happening? Coming to you live from the belly of the beast here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Look at him, man. The, uh, <laughs> right there. It's uh calm before the storm. About to get crazy today, Friday. I love Let's it. go. I love it. I love what it. time does everything kick off in the shop for you guys? Uh so it's central time here. So it's seven o'clock. They'll start rolling in about seven thirty, and then you know, parts will start flying shortly thereafter there'll be so a lot of door people looking in <laughs> <laughs> so, so i i got
1: to gotta share this so the way i met will was through linkedin it's the absolute one of the best stories for me he came inbound i went back and i said hey i don't know you but do you have the midas touch cuz at that time he was running all the franchises for midas and uh he said uh Absolutely, I have the minus touch. We he goes, let's grab a coffee. And from that minute, and I truly mean this, I could give a shit if we did business. I was like, this is one really cool guy. We talked <laughs> SDC football. He played for Arkansas. Um, so we'll help and tell the audience who the hell are you?
2: Well, uh, so uh went to school at University of Arkansas, loved it here had an internship at Bridgestone Firestone that turned into a 17-year career, and um, then worked over at TBC under the Midas Group, um, but deep down inside, I've always been an Arkansas boy, and uh, always wanted to move back here. You know, we'd come back here every year for games, or you know, uh, see the Razorbacks. I always got big-time ties down here, but never thought I'd get a chance to move back, and we're just blessed to be able to have done that, and and uh, being very successful at our own thing.
0: So will you walk us through a little bit of that journey of, of coming out of being a college athlete intern with Bridgestone? Like what was that like? I mean, you're, you're playing big time sec football, right? Like you're not playing some small schools. So you're around a lot of people that have NFL aspirations and, and whether, or professional aspirations, arena league, whatever, how did you navigate that shift from the field to, to the boardroom?
2: Well, I, you know, during during uh, my time on the football team, I, I played tackle, end, and guard. I sat at the end of the bench and guarded the water cooler and tackled anybody <laughs> that got cleared. So let's just be clear about that. You're not going to see many stats uh, online, but being a part of the team – you know, you got to be around a lot of uh, eagles, right? Uh, a lot of winners. Um, our coach was one of them. Houston Nut, that guy can motivate a room better than anybody I've ever seen. Um, you know, I saw I saw the true definition of team, spirit, swag, moxie, all that stuff. And uh, when you combine that with your college experience uh, and the discipline of, you know, Having five AM practices and all the stuff that you know, the travel and everything—it's just kind of rounds you out and lets you understand how a high-performing team works. So that whenever you get into the business world, uh, you know you bring that stuff with you, and you know it works.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, so you, how did you, so oh, you go went, ahead, go ahead, okay. that. yeah.
1: So, so you went. You spent all these years in corporate America, and, and as you said, underneath. You had this desire to move back to Arkansas, but I think you also had a desire to do something on your own. And that burning passion, we call it entrepreneurial spirit. I want you to unpack that because when I met you, you were a thinker. I thought you were boxed in where you were because there were too many people, you know, questioning instead of doing. So um, what we talk about here is, you know, being your own guy, So uh, share that if you would.
2: Yeah. uh, You know, I've always been a a self-starter and somebody that likes to find solutions. Um, And so I've always attacked my corporate career as if I owned it. You know, uh, one of my first bosses, first time I I ever got a a group of people under me said, you know, run it like you own it. Um, You know, he was teaching me accountability at the time, but little did he know he was teaching me how to own my own business. And I literally ran it like I owned it, you know, uh, and it was very successful. And so I, I ended up moving. Um, I think it was nine times uh, in, in in just moving up, moving up, getting another group, moving over here, get this group. And so for me, I had the burning desire to be an entrepreneur, but I could, I could never find the right opportunity to jump off the train because the train was rolling, you know, when you, you know, take over a group and you're like, you're winning. You don't want to just say, hey, guys, you know, I'm out. You know, I'm going to do my own thing now. So it's tough to pick that opportunity to jump off the train and switch gears. That's really what, to me, um, you know, took the time to get to this point. Uh, but it was a blessing, too, because I learned a hell of a lot and experienced a hell of a lot so that whenever you get in and there's live rounds coming at you, you know you know what to do.
0: Congrats. That's such an interesting point, because, you know, I'm a firm believer that God will do for you what you won't do for yourself. And I should have I I knew it was time for me to get off the coaching train in football. Right. Like, but I was so committed to the vision and I was so committed to the direction that I was going. And it didn't really matter how many obstacles got in my way. I was going to continue to find a way over and around it. So you got offered that opportunity and that timing to get off the train. Can you talk a little bit about that? What it was like to make, finally make the decision to go your own way and how that really happened for you?
2: Yeah. Like I said, i had been, you know, planning this for a while and thinking about it and sketching out and, uh, but then, you know, there was a change of direction. Uh, so it created the perfect opportunity for me to exit. Um, And so then for us, it was like, well, do we want to get back on one of these other trains? Cause it it was a chance. There was plenty of opportunities there. And I thought, no, man, let's, let's take this chance. I'm 42 or 40, yeah, 42 at the time. And uh, let's dig in and try to see what happens. Cause I know that if I don't do it and I get back on as, you know, doing, uh, you know, whatever other group, I'll always have this uh, burning desire inside of me and I'll have a, a lot of regret. So that was the painful decision was really to not, you know, just, you know, update your LinkedIn profile and go do a bunch of interviews and, you know, like, all right, let's stop. And, you know, that was tough because a lot of people really, you know, I had a lot of different opportunities there. Um, But we went all the way back down, you know, Uh, I went all the way back down, all the way back down and. Um, but I had like a master's level education. So then, you know, you're dealing with back to blocking and tackling. So then, yep. you know, I had a chance to, uh, build this group, you know, the right way inside out, you know? Yep. So, um, now we're two years in, we've got, um, you know, business is f- fantastic. Um, our, we're growing and we're probably soon going to announce some more. Stuff coming, so uh,
0: yes. So,
1: what's that vision for you now? Like you had this vision, Mark. So you know the idea that he took all that knowledge, packed it into a a regular retailer. He took over an existing business in a town where he knew people, right, and took it from you know where it was, and I, I think you know without sharing the exact numbers, it's probably tripled. It, blew the it, doors
0: it, off it is a good way to say it, right? Yeah, you <laughs> know, four times,
1: yeah. Right. Well, you know, so We've replaced the door right. four times then. I wanted, you know, I think the automotive category is one of the most difficult because it's really hard to develop trust. And I think, you know, so you come in, you take over the business, all the things you know, you still have to develop trust, customer service. When we did our work together, you know, I said, listen, you know, single women that go into a, and they're like, they, have, you know, no idea. So talk to us, if you would, about the customer service piece, because you must be doing something right. You must have a formula for success.
2: Yeah. You know, um, a wise man once told me about um, a little story about, hey, I got a guy. You know, and when you said that, I was like, damn, he's a hundred percent right. You know, I got to, you know, you get a haircut somewhere and they do you right. You're not going to go anywhere else. You know, I get a dentist, a butcher, you know, I can recite your speech pretty much. But uh, it. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, we took that philosophy. And so we had, you know, with any automotive really, I mean, I don't care if it's automotive or what, um, People get stale. Businesses get stale, you know. And there's an opportunity to improve. I firmly think that I can walk into any place and improvement, and just by raising the effort and the energy and the, you know, just the overall the 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 vibe and the culture in the store. But with that being said, right? So we've got the we've got the the guys. We we equip them with more technology and tools. And we got them motivated. And, and, and I tell them all the time, you know, um, with us, our businesses, uh, our industry is very transactional. Right. And, and people don't take customer service seriously. They say it, but they don't mean it. They're not about it. And we're all about it. Uh, and we do stupid stuff just for customer service all the time. Uh, that would be why would you do that? Um, because we're trying to steal every customer uh, that we can possibly steal. That's why uh, it's very simple. <laughs> um, but, you know, like our average transactions over a thousand dollars when people have a, something wrong with their car. So, you know, I tell my guys all the time, when's the last time you bought something for five hundred dollars or a thousand bucks? Where was it? What did the place look like? How did it smell? What did the person look like? You know, and so we try to say oh you know, with, with our business here, it's a, just a it's an auto shop. But you would think it's a diamond store because mm. this place is freaking clean. It's clean. My people are clean. Um, we do uh, great work. We're very transparent and there's nobody that can touch us. And I've been into thousands and thousands and thousands of shops, um, you know, and I think our our team, our business here, and what we're building is, is pretty incredible. And we could actually do more. We just choose to kind of, you know, slow play it. We want to we wanna do it the right way. We'll, we're selective in, in, um, in what we do just because we want to make sure what we're doing is, is, is quality.
0: So I got to ask you this. Who's the face? Because you got a guy, right? Like I know who my guy is. He runs the barbershop. I might not get my hair cut by him every time because I trust everybody in that barbershop because I trust the business that he built. But my guy is the guy who runs the barbershop, is Greg. Are you everybody's guy or are you trying to challenge the people within your shop to be the guy for everybody in their world.
1: That's a winning question. Love that.
2: Yeah, no, uh, I'm not the guy. I'm the face. Um, we I do things. I really don't do anything here, honestly, if we're just being honest. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you do it all. You don't do anything, but you do it all. You're I, responsible for it all, I say.
2: i uh, I'm the wind beneath their wings, so to speak. You right. know, I coach them up. I I, sh- I show them the ropes. I I make sure they're doing things the way they're supposed to do. But I'm buying stuff. Um, I'm 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 making sure they have the right tools and the right stuff. Uh, I'm I'm orchestrating um, big uh, customers. So we're doing. You're,
1: you're putting players in a position where they can win. Which I, is yeah, not, I'm not great not coaches. I yeah. said this last
0: night. I said this last night. You are removing obstacles you're providing yeah. resources, and you're creating opportunity. That is the job of a leader. So you say you don't do anything. You do, you're do. you responsible for everything, and the things that you're focused on elevate everybody in the organization, which makes you a great head coach, a great CEO, a great manager. You name it, it doesn't matter. That is the leadership, and I can hear how you're embodying that inside of your auto shop, which I I don't care what business it is. If you apply those three principles, you're going to help your people be
1: successful. So I'm going to spin the conversation because I think all business is personal. So with you and I, it was definitely personal. You could have picked anybody on the planet. You picked me. We became friends. We've done a lot of stuff. You've done that in your home market. But I want to unpack the power of networking when you went to move to arkansas i said hey one of my best friends his daughter's playing basketball at arkansas you guys should meet and all i did was introduce you uh share how and what that has turned into
2: yeah i got an email uh and uh you copied uh your your uh byron and, um, I don't know if you want to say his name or not. Yeah, it's okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we were hitting each other back up on email and, and, you know, hey, whenever you get in town, let's, let's get together. So then he finally hit me back. He was in town and and we were going to meet up for dinner and then, Hey, uh, he said, Hey, I'm at the basketball coach's house. You want to come over? I'm like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd never met the the women's basketball coach. So I came rolling in and, the next thing you know, I'm super, super in with, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm Uncle Will to Sam Spencer, who is a absolute great person, first of all. Yeah, man. A shining star of a human being, but she's also a baller. Um, and the whole basketball team, we know pretty much all of them. Um, the The coach and I are very tight now. Uh, he's introduced me to the athletic director and everybody else. I'm super in with all of those guys. Uh, we work on all their vehicles. Um, you know, they, they get vehicles from the university, but their kids and, you know, other family members have vehicles. So we, we got them all. Um, and, uh, it's really awesome because that it really just started with one email and some follow-up and, uh, you know, you, you hook two people up that were like-minded Similar uh similar interests and things just blew up from there. So yeah, it was
1: and why did I know that? I paid attention. I had a good time with you. We would celebrate, you know, we'd smoke cigars and do our thing. And I said, here's another guy that celebrates smokes cigars. Let's and and do it. And you know, I think and forget
0: about the pulled pork sandwiches.
1: Oh, I was going there. I was, going there. I was just going there. So then when I got invited to your house and you said, I make the best pulled pork, <laughs> no doubt, dude. <laughs> I mean, I've never—I think I ate that for for like a week. <laughs> <The> stuff <laughs> I take, I took home.
2: You know what's funny? My my big smoker um, that I had there in Florida—it's yeah. in the back of the shop now. I, I use it all the time here, and my guys. Oh are,
1: wow, that's awesome. Oh, i really
2: am getting. As I'll practice, we'll usually once uh, a week. we'll 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 cook we cook for them once a week or get food once or twice a week but every once in a while smoke some meat back there and they're just like yeah it's pretty good yeah mark you've
1: never tasted anything like it i mean it was like he was bragging and i was like yeah okay we're going it was house, big deal you know and then it was like holy shit!" and the way he pulled it he had these like Claws that yeah well look you you can't so like you can't claim to
0: be an arkansas guy and then like brag about your barbecue unless it's like real like you know, like you could get beat up in areas for stuff like that you get laughed out of an area for stuff like that so i, I can i can only imagine how good it is are you smoking stuff in the back of the uh, uh in the back of the auto shop like are you serving sandwiches to people as they're getting their car done like have you found a way to mix and match your your, your quality I'm going there for lunch
1: man. right
2: yeah well we have uh you know i'll just get a wild hair and say hey we're we're grilling today and yeah. uh we always buy a shit ton more than what we actually need and because we'll have people i mean and when like razorbacks show up you know they take plates of it and. Yeah, it's you know, we're, we're kind of a food kitchen slash auto shop from time to time.
1: <laughs> uh, so, um, so Shane, would you give me overtime? I have, I, I think there's more here. So, and we'll go to overtime. So, I want to talk about two things, for uh, actually maybe even three things. But, what is your greatest success story? <laughs> <laughs> There's been there's been so
2: there's been a there's been a, a lot of good ones that people would probably pick, but mine is uh, winning my student council homeroom election 25 years ago in high school against my opponent, my wife. Oh no way! Yeah. I didn't know this story. Oh, she was super popular, and she thought she was gonna just walk away with it, and I waxed it. I mean, yeah. uh, I think yeah, the final count was like
0: 24 to three. You know, the and so then,
2: so then after I won, I was like, hey, you know, I didn't really know her real well at the time. It was a pretty big high school. And I said, hey, you want to come over <laughs> and watch some wrestling? Pro wrestling. She did. She showed up with her friend and brought pizzas. And my mom's like, there's a girl at the front door with pizza saying she's coming over to watch wrestling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let bring her in. Yeah. That was my greatest accomplishment. That was the domino effect. That set up I love it. Up. I love it, which
1: I'm glad because that leads us to, and this will probably be the final uh, topic. We talked about it last night. We talk about it all the time. FOE, family over everything. You are definitely one of the most committed family guys I know. So as much as you want to share about that philosophy and about how you and your wife have done this together, I think it's a you know a wonderful story.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, I was flying around two or three, two, three uh, times a week and in hotels four nights a week. And now I'm in my house every single night and I work side by side with my wife, who basically runs the back office stuff here. So that is very challenging to work with your wife every day. And for those of you that do, you can understand. But, because you know, there's no separation, you know. I love her to death, but, you know, we're just wired a little differently um but it's also great because she she's got He's a watching so you be oh i know i know but no it, it, there's no you know it's fully transparent again that that's also good for for any marriage is let make sure everybody's on the same page so she's not only on the same page she's a big factor in our success uh as good as i am at at, at talking to customers she's even better uh and, and you know she'll she'll uh occasionally sell something and you know, this old guy will just be following her around in the shop, you know, yes, ma'am, you know, hey, it's <laughs> gonna be you know, you need all these breaks. Yes, no problem. <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know,
1: you've <laughs> dropped you've dropped so many nuggets, but I do want to close with the fact that while you were doing your corporate thing, she was super, super supportive. She moved with you, she did so, you know, it's so important. And we recognized it last night. The role that women play, you know, in life and in leadership and everything like that. So, um, you're an amazing guest. You're an amazing friend. I-, I would love to come to Arkansas, but it's the hardest place in the U.S. to get to. <laughs> it's,
0: like- it's not easy to get to Bayville.
2: <laughs> like it's Not easy, but not easy. when you come, you'll you'll be hooked. I'm sure. But well, I'm I- sure it'll happen at some point.
1: Oh, it will. I mean, there's no so, doubt. Will. Uh, that we will be there thanks for spending some time with us this morning congratulations no surprise that you are a rock star entrepreneur and uh whatever you need from on the ball you know you.
0: well will the only thing i would say is if people want to connect with you if people know people in fayetteville that might need some help with their automobiles or they want to stop by and get some great barbecue what's a great way for people to connect with you
2: uh i've got all the socials linkedin awesome Uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever—I'm pretty hard, easy to find. Awesome, yeah, hit me up for sure. If you and a lot of people with students that go to school down here, uh, a lot of yeah. Floridian students. So if you if they ever need anything, for real, hit me up. And
1: we will share that, that when we repost this stuff. So we got a guy in Arkansas. We got a guy in Arkansas, dude. You're the best.
0: Well, thank you so much
1: for uh, a fantastic
0: show. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. We will see you on Monday. Let's get down to business.
2: Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart
1: speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down. To-